Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, let's go to uh, Psalm 139. Reading the scriptures, obviously. Read the whole thing. And look out for the word mother in there. You'll find it eventually. Here's the word of the Lord. O Lord, you have searched me, and you know me, and you know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my laying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in, behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. If only you would slay the wicked, O God. Away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise up against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them as my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. 
May God give us understanding and may we be blessed by his word this morning. Amen. Psalm of David. Let's open in a word. Heavenly Father, we do thank you again. We're so thankful to be able to be here. We thank you for the good health that we can enjoy in order to be here together, to gather together on the Lord's day, in the Lord's house. And we ask that you will speak through this message, encourage us, and uh, edify us, build us up in the faith, and uh, save those that need to be saved. In Jesus' name, amen? Well, I don't need to tell you that it's Mother's Day, 2023. And I thought it'd be a good idea to acknowledge some of the attributes or qualities. I didn't want to use the word attribute because in the uh, handout, because that's kind of a big word for the kids amongst us. Maybe they understand what attributes mean, but it means qualities. The qualities of a good mother. And also look at some of the benefits of what it means to be a Christian. And we've got numerous benefits, too, too numerous to count. Amen? I say a good mother. Maybe you were fortunate enough to have a good mother. Because unfortunately, not everybody can say that they have or had a good mother. I say unfortunately, because it's very sad. And the reality of that does sadness. And hopefully, that will motivate all of us to try to do better, amen, by the grace of God. But any mother knows that children can be, uh, I won't say a real pain, don't want to offend the kids. Uh, children can be very difficult at times, like we were parents and, and older people. We were a pain in the neck as well sometimes, weren't we? I know I was. And, uh, you know, we spend about the first 12 months of our children's lives teaching them to walk and talk, and the next 12 years telling them to sit down and shut up. <laughs> not really. Because you know they're not going to anyway. <laughs> Those amongst us who were blessed and are blessed, are being blessed, and fortunate enough to have a good mother, and I hope you did, and have a good mother, should be thankful for them every day. Amen? Because uh, mothers are special. And uh, we should remember them on this special day and maybe do something special for them. Uh, I cooked breakfast for the mother of my children this morning, so, you know, what, what else can I do? A lot. <laughs> so let's have a look at uh, six, and it won't be that long, believe me, six attributes or qualities of a good mother. And you'll find out what they are, what the six are, and you can fill out your questionnaire as you go along and watch the message, listen to the message. Okay, number one, what's the first quality? What's the first attribute? They have to be good organizers. They have to be good organizers. I think most men, uh, as they think about their mothers, and those of us that are married, will know that to what good organizers they are. The women, they're amazing. How they have to manage their families and all the, that entails, uh, the work and the home, the school stuff, 
and many have to try to balance the budget every day, every week, every year, year in, year out, tremendous amount of responsibility. You need organizational skills to do that. And they do, do so much uh, more besides in order to, for us to function in this demanding, stressful culture that we live in. And it's getting more stressful and problematic as time goes by, amen? Raising children is also, it can be, stressful. You acknowledge that, see the nut, head's nodding. And at times, uh, children can be very demanding. I don't want to say at times, most of the time. Exasperating and sometimes annoying, right? She said, yes. You know, occasionally kids will threaten to run away from home, a woman said. One mother says, occasionally children will threaten to run away from home. And sometimes, she said, this thought is the only thing that keeps us parents going. The fact that they threaten to leave home. That's a joke. It's not a very good one. I didn't say it, she did, so don't blame me. That's number one. Number two, good mothers are unselfish. Unselfish. A good mother is one who puts others before herself. She's not self-centered. Not always wanting to get her own way. God mothers are self-sacrificing. She would prefer to give up something that she wants in order for others to have the benefits. Uh, somebody said, a mother is a person when seeing there's only four pieces of pie left and there's five people at the table, she promptly announces that she doesn't care that much for pie anyway. She's willing to give that up for somebody else. Self-sacrificing, unselfish. Or she would say, well, I'm just not hungry, I'm full. She may want a piece of that pie, but she's, she's not gonna have it. She wants to give it up for somebody else to eat. Self-sacrificing, unselfish. Of course, you know, that's what God did for us. Because he cares for us. Do you believe that? By giving his only son, Jesus Christ, who unselfishly died on a cross to save our soul. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate unselfish sacrifice, when he gave himself up for us taking the punishment on himself that we deserve as our substitute because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the payment for sin is death. But Jesus paid the price for our redemption. Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Number three, good mothers are trustworthy. Trustworthy. Now, if you can't trust your mother, you can't trust anybody, right? 
And one mother says, you know, I want to give my children all the things that I never had when I was growing up. And then I'll move in with them. Smart mother. Yes, we should be able to trust our mothers. But it's certain, if you haven't done so already, you completely, completely trust Jesus Christ. He'll never let you down. People will. That's just the nature of the beast. But Jesus never. He'll never let you down. Question is, have you trusted Jesus Christ as your saviour? Personally, it's an individual choice. And if not, why not? Only a fool would choose to go to hell over heaven. It's only through Jesus you can get to heaven. Only by receiving him personally into your life, into your heart. So you can be saved. Number four, good mothers are honest. Honest. They will and always tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. And when a mother asks the question, do you want a piece of advice? It doesn't matter if you answer yes or no. You're going to get it anyway. You know? They know what's best for us. They try to protect us. I can give you numerous examples growing up as a child, and even as a teenager, even as an adult, and my mother tried to protect me from things that were a bad influence in my life. Didn't always work, but at least she tried. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Mama, what's that? that uh, there's a show on TV. I'm, I know I'm too young to remember it. And we didn't have that in England anyway. Father knows best. Well, mothers know best too. Mothers know best. And when they give us advice, remember it's for our good. It's for our own benefit. So we need to listen to what they have to say. They mean well. They're only trying to help us in order to improve our lives for the better. We can completely rely on a mother's honesty when some people will just lie to your face. You ever had people do that? I mean, they're so convincing. You believe them, but it's not necessarily true. But mama, mama will always tell you the truth, all right? For your own benefit. And those that are saved know for certain and proved proved it to be true that the Holy Bible is completely trustworthy why? because it is the word of God absolutely and completely reliable Psalm 119 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You want to know where to find wisdom? You'll find it in the Word of God. Look into the, the Word of God, the Proverbs especially, written by the most wisest man who ever lived apart from Jesus Christ, Solomon, inspired 
by the Holy Spirit to write down wise words of wisdom. Amen? Okay, how many is that? Four. Number five. Good mothers are able to multitask. Multitask. They can do things only a woman can do. Amazing how women in general are able to jiggle different projects all at the same time. It's just amazing. They have that ability to do that. You know, they're like unpaid air traffic controllers, you know. Uh, but men, it seems, somebody says, you know, they can only do one thing at a time, one task at a time. You know, I'm the same way. I can't be doing this and that and the other. I have to, if I've got a project, I have to do it, you know. But it has to be done one thing at a time. And one cynical wife said the only reason men are useful is for lawn care and car maintenance. Come on, man. That's harsh. That's harsh. We've got, you know, we're more useful than that. Harsh. She said it, I didn't. And I don't agree with her. No mother, no woman is ordinary. God bless her. And we should know that Jesus Christ is extraordinary and unique because he alone rose again from the dead. No other religious leader can claim that fact because they are just men. And most of them are dead. And you can visit their graves. There's one in Mecca if you want to go there. But nobody will ever find the bones of Jesus. Why? Because he rose again from the dead. He's very much alive. And he could never die because he's God. And those of us who receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, we can never die because God can never die. Amen? Because he lives, we can live also, having received him to obtain everlasting life. Listen to 1 John 5. Verse 12, and this is the testimony. God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Who's that? That's the only way you can obtain life. Spiritual life, to be born again. He who has the son, S-O-N, has life. But he who does not have the son of God does not have life. So you're either born again or you're still in your trespasses and sins and dead to God. Number six, good mothers are resourceful. Resourceful. In fact, mothers will always go out of their way to save money so that their families can live a better life. And saving us money doesn't come cheap because it costs mothers, women, their precious time. Time is precious. It's a precious commodity. Amen? And the older you get, the more precious time appears to be because you don't have a lot more time left, do we? We're not necessarily going to live as long as Sarah. What are you, 94 now, my dear? 
and, and you know, not given any opportunity to leave us, thank God. Abraham Lincoln, he quoted, no man is poor who had a godly mother. And Abraham Lincoln had a godly mother. Look at what God did through his life. No man is poor who had a godly mother. Time is a precious thing. And it's something that nobody can buy or sell. Each of us are not on this planet for very long. And the most important decision that anyone could ever make, again, is to receive the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Receive him into your heart and be saved. But if you reject the Son, God will reject you, obviously. And so, what can I say? Don't be a reject, all right? <laughs> okay. Jesus cared enough for you to come down from his home in heaven because he loves you. He took time for us. He went the extra, extra mile to save us from our sins. It cost him all that he had, his precious life's blood, when he suffered and died on that cross. So we would have to bear the punishment for the sins that we commit each and every day, sins we've committed in the past sins we commit every day, sins that we will commit in the course of our life. And God not only forgives us, but he also gives us the Holy Spirit while we live on this earth to comfort us, to teach us, so we can live a better, full, abundant life compared to how we once lived or how we could have lived if we'd never have been saved at all. It make, makes me wonder, what, what would I be doing? Where would I be if it wasn't for Jesus saving me? Only by receiving him can we receive true peace and contentment. You'll never find it anywhere else. Believe me, I've been on both sides. I've lived on both sides. I've lived on the dark side. But that just leads to death and destruction. You've got to receive the light and walk in the light. There's no, 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 uh, in hell there's just darkness. There's no light in hell. But in heaven, there's just light all the time. There's not even a shadow. Without the abundant life that only Jesus can give, this life wouldn't be worth living at all. We'd just be going through the motions day after day like actors in a meaningless play that just exists till the final curtain comes down and then there's only darkness. Like I say, there's no light in hell. It's completely dark. But now, because we are saved, we've been brought out of darkness into his glorious light. And first and foremost, we ought to be thankful to God 
every day who sent his son to suffer and die so we could be born again spiritually from above through faith in him alone. And today, let me close, especially on this Mother's Day, we should be thankful for our mothers who suffered on our behalf when they gave birth to us and put up with us <laughs> and who have been such a positive influence in our lives. Amen? Let's close in a word of prayer. Oh, Father, we are so thankful. We are thankful every day. We're so thankful that when we fall short, that we know that you accept us, that you accept us in the beloved, that you see us as uh, holy. You don't see our sins. You see us as the, uh, the pure snow, the driven snow without blemish or spot because we've been cleansed we've been cleaned up having received you the prince of peace and it's only through receiving you we know that to be a fact and we can have true peace and a hope in this world there's so many people without hope but where there's life there's hope but only through receiving the Son. He who has the Son has life, but he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. And we thank you that we have passed from darkness into the glorious light that you've shone in our hearts. And we thank you for those of us that had a good mother, some had a godly mother, have a, have a godly mother, and we thank you for their influence on our lives and uh, none of them were perfect no, nobody is but we know they did the best that they could to raise us the best way they knew how and for that we give them the thanks and the credit in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank you again for tuning in you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts we'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m., we are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.